Hello everybody, this is Ryan Odman reporting live from Charlotte, North Carolina. I am so thankful that you are joining me for this podcast. Today, Carolyn and I are going to be giving you just some support, encouragement, and just sharing life of working in the special needs field from our perspective. So, without further ado, please give it up for Carolyn and I, Carolyn and I doing this podcast. Have a great day. You are now watching Whole Creations. Hello, hello, everybody. My name is Ryan Odman, and this is my friend, Carolyn. Hello, everyone. All right. Nice to meet you virtually. <laughs> yes, she is amazing. She has, like, enthusiasm and just all this energy to help people with special needs to live a life of purpose, and she really walks the talk. I'm telling you, she has taught me a lot, and she's blessed me a lot, and I'm really thankful for a fellow coworker in the field of working with special needs people. So thank you, Ryan. I say the same exact thing about you. <laughs> thank you. So I'm going to go ahead and pray us in. And I know this, this is going to be a treat, not just for us, but for any of you that are watching out there. So, all right. Awesome. Heavenly father, um, thank you right now for Carolyn's life and my life and, all that are watching, no matter where they're at, no matter where they're, what they think or what they believe, I just pray that this video would be a blessing and that they would experience your rest. And um, God, it's a hard field to work in. It is a hard field to work in. But God, I thank you that in the midst of such craziness that goes on the earth, God, you're still working a beautiful masterpiece in the midst of all the chaos out there especially uh, in this pandemic, which I believe is ending soon. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. So, Carolyn, how did you get your own calling in working in the field of special needs? I knew I, I wanted to work with kids, but I just didn't know where to start. So I was like, I searched up on Indeed and all the other um websites that you look for a job I put in um just like jobs with kids and the first like all the jobs were behavioral therapists you needed just like an entry um level not a lot of experience like perfect but going into that um I didn't feel confident because I didn't really have a lot of information um I didn't even know what autism was honestly um same with any other diagnosis. I, I had no idea going in, but when I had started my first week, I didn't really get a lot of training. It was just like, here's two clients and just go for it. Um, so, but I honestly would say that during those two, like first couple weeks was when I did see my calling, like, no, this is where I belong. Whether I feel confident in the therapy I'm providing with this client, with these clients, I'm meant to be here. And I'm meant to be with these kids at this exact moment. You touched on something that is very true that I find in the field as well, in any job, any place that people that come into the field they may not have that experience. They may be undertrained, and they go straight on to whether it's a client, whether it's a student. How do you feel about that, honestly? Um, honestly, I think it it all varies too um, with the company that you're at. I felt that a lot of the times, um, I, I've I've been at a couple places where I felt like it was okay. Here's this client 
And this is what we're going to work on. These are the certain expectations and goals that we have for the client. But it was, you're on your own. Like any questions, you got to trial and error. Um, So I do feel like that specifically does draw a lot of people away from this field because um, they don't feel confident. You know, I didn't feel confident. And if I didn't feel that God's purpose in my life and the calling to be there, I for sure would have been like, okay, what's next? Indeed, what's the next job, you know? Um, So I definitely do feel like it does there is a lack of that support and lack of training that is there. Um, but where I was going with this, the, 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 the job where I'm at right now, um, I do see a lot of training involved. I do see a lot of people that really care about what they're doing. So I do really feel that it just depends where it's sad to say, but honestly, it just depends. Like you just have to kind of keep going, um, if it takes two, three positions to find that job where you feel, okay, now I feel supported. Now I feel like I'm getting all the training that I missed out on all the years, you know? Um, so yeah, I would just say, um, it just depends where you go with that. Right. So it's Mm -hmm. like, you have to find what works best for you, what environment works best for you. Exactly. And what I found works best for me and where I learned best is I'm definitely that direct therapy in the homes. Mm. Mm -hmm. Times it gets really hard working in the field of special needs and you have to know what helps you to keep enduring. So why do you continue to work in the special needs field, especially when it gets hard at times? Yes. No, that's an awesome question. So why I continue to learn to continue in this field um, is definitely because um, touching a little bit more on the family too, Um, because working with a client is one thing if they're having a hard day and being able to like persevere through that, go the next day feeling like, okay, I got this today. Like we got this together, you know, Um, but also with the family, because, um, that's another part that keeps me going because sometimes you go into these homes where these families just get sort of like a diagnosis thrown at them, right? Your kid has autism. Here you go. And they don't really get told like the next couple steps, what's coming after um, or necessarily how do how do parents deal with those hard days? You know, it's not just, I feel like it's, we get some of the hard days, but also the parents have the kiddo, all days, every day. So um, that's one of the reasons why I do keep, um, regardless of the hard days, I do keep going um, is because I want to also show these families like, hey, you can love your kid regardless of bad days. Like there are certain techniques that we can use um, teaching um, the the parents and not, not only the parents, but the kids too. Um, that's definitely why I keep pushing in this field. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What, how do you respond to the families that they just want you to put your part in and then they don't have anything to do with it. They just say, all right, I'm out of here. Bye. Like they don't want any support on, like they don't want to support their child at all. Cause there are some families out there. that are like that. They just want the professional help, but they're not going to want to put in their part as a parent. How do you handle 
goes with. Yeah, no, exactly. That's an awesome question because I have um, doing therapy. I've done therapy before um, and worked in a classroom setting, uh, but it's so different being in the parents' homes um, because they're just letting a complete stranger in and giving you their child for however many hours that therapy is for that day. Um, but definitely I've come across those situations where I want to te- like talk to the parent, like, Hey, we're going to be working on potty training. Let's say for example, right. We're working on potty training, but this is really important. And we really need to target this outside of session. That way um, kiddo can learn, you know, not only with us, but with the parents as well. And I've had some parents where they'll give me responses like, Oh, I don't think we, we have time to do that. Or um, I don't want to work on that. It's it's okay. You can just work on it during your session. So I've definitely had a lot of responses where um, parents, like you said, like, they're just like, here's my kid. And then after that, that's it more so like a like a daycare, right? Like, okay, come take care of my kid. Um, But how I've dealt with that, those specific situations is honestly not, not really like attacking the parent for not putting in their part, but just being there day by day, showing them that we're consistent, you know, if we're not consistent, then it doesn't show the parent, okay, this is also something that you should be doing as well. Um, so I think the the best way I think it shows through our actions, like, okay, I'm going to be there consistently. And um, I've had parents where they see the progress with their kid that makes them want to be involved. So I've noticed that's mostly when parents are like, oh my goodness, my kid is saying his first couple of words and then they want to sort of like participate now, you know? Um, So definitely um, it's been through actions, I would say that I've dealt with these um, specific scenarios um, rather than just telling the parent, like you're not being a good parent or you're not being here for your kid, you know, not necessarily attacking them, but showing them what to do. Right, right. What changes do you want to see in the special needs community in the field? Honestly, just kind of tying back on a lot of some of the subjects we touched on, I would say some changes that I would want to see is more support. Um, not within like, let's say like superiors, you know how there's like therapists, supervisors, not like that, but within ourselves like within like all the therapists that's where I see a lot of um the people are working in this field um but I don't I I see a lot of the lack of support um because honestly teaching may seem like it's so easy like oh teaching a kid how to say hello goodbye one two three can be so easy but really it's it's the most, it's very difficult, especially if you're dealing with challenging behaviors that come um, with that. So one thing that, yeah, I would definitely want to see more support within the therapists that are working with these kiddos um, and just being there for each other. Like we don't have all the answers sometimes. And that's why ABA is wonderful because it's, it's more like we learn, we, how can I explain it? Um, But um, it's always evolving, right? ABA, like from when it started to now, there's a lot of different procedures to use, a lot of different um, ways to teach kids um, different things. Um, So definitely knowing like we don't necessarily know everything and putting ourselves down if we don't have the answers for something, but being supportive, like, hey, we can get to this together. Yeah. 
it's a journey. We develop and grow and explore this thing together. And that's why it's important that exactly. we're all doing our part. And yeah, I believe accountability is a good thing. There are times where I found myself not doing something and then I need somebody else to call me out. And because I think there have been times in my own time of working in the jobs I've worked at where I got so caught up on trying to be the best in my position and kind of being black and white, where mm -hmm. I've seen other coworkers or other people in the field, they just focus on loving the child and it speaks volumes to me where I, I realize, okay, it's not about me being the best at what I do. It's about keeping this, the, the person, the client or the student first and helping them to realize that they have purpose and they have meaning. And so therefore it, it doesn't get caught up on doing the right or the wrong thing. It's just about you being right there for that student or being there for that client and helping them to know that they have life to offer to the world around them. They're, that yes. they're, they're whole creations made for something more than they could ever imagine. So. Yes, perfect. See, you put it better in words. <laughs> No, you brought one side of the heart. I brought the other side of the heart and we go forward together. Yeah. Community of people that we work with. So. Perfect. Where do you see yourself in five to 10 years from now? You, you, you got a good job going. You're, you're supervising You're wait, are you supervising? I am. I am. Okay. okay. Let me, so you're supervising and you're, you got a good boyfriend there and you're, you got so much to offer to the world around you. So where do you see yourself, God willing, in five to 10 years from now? Ooh, okay, let's see. <laughs> it's so hard because we, we think about this question, but then there's so many, I don't know, let's see, five to 10 years. I definitely see myself with um, my BCBA, hopefully. That's, I hope that that's also, those are my plans, but we never know what God's plans may be for us. So, um, but hope, hopefully with my BCBA and then pursuing my, um, still pursuing my doctorate degree for clinical psychology. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So that's hopefully with the family too, like I said, my plans, but I hope those are what God, God's plans are for me gotcha. too, but that's what I would, uh, that's where I would want to be in five to 10 years. Because yeah. it's bigger than the psychology. You're, you're doing something that's going to glorify and honor God and with just being with these kids and just carrying them for life and in any, in any aspect, in any way. So. Yeah. And definitely still working with kiddos. Definitely. I, I love this field. I love every kid I get to meet. So it's honestly, I always tell everyone like, this is the best field that you could be in because you're doing therapy with the, these kids and you get to play with them and teach them at the same time. Like what other field could you do that in? You know, there's no other, there's no other. <laughs> and just getting, letting go of your own ego and getting into their own life, um, their own world. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Yes. You get you get to imagine with them. You get to explore life with them. You get to be right there with them. And um, exactly, it's a beautiful thing. So. Another good thing about this field is meeting people who have the same. Um, how can I say? Maybe you could you have this word for me, like have the same 
interest, drive, yes, thank passion. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, because you get to meet people that can become lifelong friends for the future and you never yeah. know who you meet and who you can maybe collab with as the days or the years go on. So like this, exactly. like, think about it. You and I met two years ago, Carolyn, two flipping years ago. Ah! And here we are right now doing this right now. We don't work at the same spot anymore, but we are still collaborating. We're still working together for the glory of God. How amazing is that? Yes, I love that. That makes me happy. Two years later. Two years. Oh, man. <gasps> We've come a long way. It's crazy way. how God works. He places these specific people. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like I'm going to cry right now. It's so beautiful. <laughs> oh! But I, I still, Carolyn, I still remember... Because everyone, Carolyn and I used to work at the same place, but right before she felt like it was time to go, she told me something that has really touched my heart today. She told me, Ryan, you've been put in my life for a reason, so you better stay in touch with me regardless. And that touched my heart. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. So. And look at us now on a Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> I really strongly want to encourage you Continue to get to know those workers in this field. It's important to build strong connections, not because of business sake, but for personal relationship sake. Just continue to keep strong connections. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for, for watching, and we hope you enjoyed this podcast. And uh, Carolyn, you're amazing. I'm so superbly thankful for you. Um, do you feel like praying us out? Yeah, let's do it. All right. You, you pray us out. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Dear God, I thank you for this podcast, Lord, and I hope that it it does reach a bunch of lives, Lord, and um, that you can make an impact through this. Thank you once again for um, your continued wisdom, Lord, um, and thank you for everything. And I hope that you continue to bless Orion, his life and his career and um, everyone else in Jesus name. Amen.